Welcome to the Black Life Pod. I am Meera. I am presenting a couple of segments that didn't make the cut for their original show. This first segment is from last week, episode 26. Black Life. Do you own a lot of products that say for men? Like no. razors or toothpaste or shampoo or... Well, I just bought a pack of razors. I don't know if they say for men. No, I was just trying to get the job done. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I'm just saying like... <laughs> probably probably my razors. Uh, but like, what's the difference between a razor that's made for a man versus a woman? Because let's say if it's this like... like you're a, asking a, the wrong the person, dude. I don't give a right, shit. Right, well, that's you what I'm trying to get I at, though. You know razor? If you look no, at it, it's the, same, it's the same razor, but like it is. different yeah. colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the, the shit quattro for men is right. like blue and black, and the shit smooth is like pink right. and white. <laughs> exactly, but you know what though? One's right. cheaper than the other one. What? It's the all marketing. Yep. It's all marketing, man. Nah, man, the woman one always, has like I always four buy my, I always buy the the gift packs after Christmas when they go on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex is right, man. He'll never get done for full price. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Yo. Especially razors. I hate buying razors. I do dog. too, man. Yo, Alex walking in the store like shit, candy for Valentine's Day, ten dollars. Nah, this shit gonna mm-hmm. be about five yep. afterwards. So we gonna wait till the sixteenth. You are you are in my mind. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Oh shit, man. It's just, you know, those those the way the products and how they're marketed, it's just you know why that is and you know, does it have to come down to, you know, what's masculine and what's not if i if you use a razor let's say that's your wife's right it's still the same razor but let's say because it's pink and you're in, in the grocery store and you pick up a pink razor um you know as a straight man let's say and another man looks at you like why is he picking that up you, you'll get a side eye from him but why why is that the case yo that's you asking the wrong person i'd look at him and be like yo been using my <laughs> wife's for about two years these shits work trust me <laughs> <laughs> or, or that, that's even like when I'm, granted, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever done it, but when men have to get their significant other their lady product, uh, you ever see a man in that aisle just hella confused? Hell yeah, I mean, I've never done that, man. Good thing Elisa on this pod, dude. She'd be like, Mark, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's some stand up, yeah. That's a stand up yeah. dude right there. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> but on on the other end. There's 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 always a a man or somebody that has that preconceived notion like yo you a bitch I would never do no shit yo like that. no you're a bitch because you're scared of tampons right like it's just tampon <laughs> would y'all do y'all do y'all do you guys hold your like your wife's purses and stuff like if they're trying to grab something and they hand you your purse dog I took I took my niece's shopping on a shopping spree for Christmas one year and all I was holding was purses and dresses yeah. and. Yeah, I've I've held Elisa's purse before. I I give I, I'm I'm that dude. I don't care. Yeah, what I mean I, I don't care either. But I dated somebody who they actually I guess the person they dated before their their boyfriend at the time or ex boyfriend um, didn't want to hold their purse at all. It didn't matter how much shit they had in their hand, he wasn't holding it. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to hold it if it's heavy. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> to hold it. But she got to be she got to be trying to do something. She can't just be right, like, hold this. Right, and that's what I now, mean. Like we can't be right, standing at a concert, watching right, the concert, right. and then she'd be like, she be like, oh, I like this song, and she be like, hold my purse. I'd be like, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, you just throw that shit over your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, what that, the heck? <laughs> yo, I've never done that. This matches my nah, shoes. Not me. Dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to cop this. 
Yeah, you keep doing that, dude. You got you got the big strap on there. I'll hold it if you got the big strap because you be having heavy stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it it's it's funny the the types of things that men see as like weak or or just yeah. just not even yeah. just as weak but as I used to be it like doesn't that. fit and and go and going past the emotional stuff like like you were saying like a pink razor like what other stuff is it like that that like well, I was gonna say I was gonna bring up the tampon thing again because like when we were younger like for some reason that like, I mean. Yeah, I'm a shampoo like condition. I ain't gonna lie with you. Like my ass is, I, I'll, I, like, because I grew up with my my mom and my older sister, right? And they had the herbal essence. They had all the expensive shampoos and conditioners. The what? The what? The, 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 what is it, the herbal essence? It's yeah. herbal, nigga. What did he say? What did you say? The herbal, 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 herbal essence. What did you say? Whatever he said, herbal, herbal, whatever the fuck it was. The that H is silent. It guy. don't matter. Anyway, that one, <laughs> you know. And to me, I didn't see a big deal with it. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Dude? <laughs> don't matter what I said. Damn. All right, man, relax. Okay. He gets mad when he's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but one important thing I, I just want to go back to, though, is, you know, I guess have you guys ever seen a man get explosive because they felt vulnerable, like they're being challenged, let's say, by another male or a female and they just got so upset because they were they were basically not fitting into that stereotypical mold of what manliness means. That happens at the gym when I'm hooping. See, when I play ball, I get really pissed off. Like with bad calls or oh yeah, um yeah you've seen it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but but I never I don't take people talking shit or stuff like that I don't take that as they're going at my masculinity but I've seen it happen yeah and if it if I I don't talk a lot of shit but like if I'm killing somebody and then they start getting upset like I know I got them. Yeah, yeah, you but just keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> because because it's their masculinity. It has nothing to do with the game anymore. Yeah. Now you feel your masculinity is on the line because right. you getting these jumpers in your eye. Yeah, <laughs> but what they don't know is that your view on masculinity is completely different from theirs, right? And and that's the thing too. A lot of men they're very fragile when it comes to when they're being challenged on their manliness. And to me, that right. that's a big, it's a big, it's a big issue because. And sport, there's a lot of ego in sports, just right. naturally. So I I understand it to a degree. Yeah, but, but it's not even just in sports though. Like life ain't a sport. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. treating it the same way. Like they're treating regular interactions exactly. the same way. Exactly. That that that's exactly that's the way to put it. Is you're, I mean, I don't think people are aware of it. I was gonna say, but there's a difference between when you're getting torched and you're just upset. But when you're getting torched and you want to fight because everybody knows you're getting torched, right? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that's, that is that's a masculinity issue. Yeah, but that's just because I feel like in a lot of those situations, it's probably because they're either embarrassed, like they're like you said, they're they're feeling. I vulnerable. consider them weak so, as hell. So well, it's yeah. like but, that's but like that, the example that goes you gave. To you. If if somebody's if somebody's torching me, I you got to sh- I shake my head and <laughs> shake their hand, dog. Right, like, but I, you got me, dog. Yeah. But if but I've been on the receiving end of being torched, and I've also done the torching. When you do the torching and they want to fight, 
<laughs> right. But I think that, that but that, that that's their ego. Yeah. Right. But they don't even have to be torched. And going back to my example earlier about the the girl or the woman saying or rejecting the man, he wasn't being torched. She just said no. Well, that's what I was going to say. Because yeah, because it was because his boys was there though. That's why I was saying exactly. embarrassed or the vulnerability. Right, he's vulnerable because all his boys. He's like, yo, watch this. Watch but, you go get this girl, right? And yeah. then the, the girl was like, nah, I'm good. Go back to your friends and tell them. <laughs> right, like, like everybody's like, oh, so now. But that's now my he thing. Has- like men like that are fucking weak. That's a weak ass man. And I don't give a damn. That's a weak ass man. That is a well, yeah, weak. Anytime ass you feel man. like you have to put your hands on a female, I mean, not even just that. It's just if you feel that I'm you're, just talking about if, that example though. I'm speaking right, on but that I'm, example. I'm, but I'm just saying in general, if you feel like your your masculinity is being challenged so much to where you have to just revert to whether it's violence or aggression, oh, yeah. that's a weak ass man right there. But but but. As we were saying earlier, we're not taught how to deal with that. I mean, yeah. Yes. So, so you you people feel that way, and what they I'm not supposed to feel this way. I have to be tough because that's what a man would do. Like it's okay, it's okay. You got embarrassed, dog. Yeah. Right, and and, then, and that's what it comes down to is it's it's changing that mind frame about what masculinity really means, and. Again, yeah, learning how to cope healthy or productively through those emotions and recognizing that any emotions okay to have is just being able to productively go through it. Um, but those individuals that so how how have how have you learned to cope when you're feeling a certain way? Whether it's I mean, so you can take it whatever yeah whatever so, emotion you want. So but. yeah, I mean, the biggest change for me in terms of how I started to. Um, cope in a, in a productive way was not caring first, like what other people think. That's the biggest thing. That's a big, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Once you get past that hurdle, then everything else is easier after that because mm-hmm. you're no longer worried about how people are, you know, even if, as you put people are torching you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Their opinion of you doesn't matter. Um, the only people that let's say opinions that matter to me are the people that are in my close circle, right? That's family, you guys, um, and close other close friends that I have. And so with that, you know, anybody else outside of that, I could give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. So that's the big, that's the first thing after that. It's okay. Let's say depending on the emotion, let's go with anger, you know, recognizing what you're angry about. And then from there understanding, okay, what calms you down? Um, or understanding first what's what, what what you're angry about, and then trying to again reframe what you can do to either change the situation, remove yourself from the situation, or figuring out to do the practices that calm you down, that get you back to a stable state. But how did you come to understand these things? So um, I guess I'm trying, I can't remember an exact instance, but I feel like it started with someone that I cared about recognized it first. They pointed it out to me. And said, hey, you're feeling or you're, you know, why are you acting like this? Or why are you, you know, why are you, why do you get this upset? Whatever. And at that point, and again, it was somebody in my close circle. I was like, I don't know. And after that, because they, you know, it's somebody I cared about and I either I hurt them or um, I, I disappointed them. You know, they told me that they're seeing this and I wanted to change. And so I took that as as a lesson that, okay, obviously there's something wrong. They're saying something's wrong. Let me work on it, and then from there, I've tried to figure out how I can not how how I cannot use those or not do those same behaviors. So, mm-hmm. okay, 
What about you, Marcus? How have you come to kind of uh, rein it in when you're feeling a certain way? Or, I mean, I know we're all still working on it, but I know specifically for you, you know, your emotions is something that in the past few years, I would say you've been working on expressing and also kind of channeling. I mean, you, you went out here just beating people up and no shit like that. Lately. Nah, lately. I was I was gonna I was actually gonna <laughs> use that as an example. College, I was like, and then I was like listening to Brian. I'm like, damn man, it took me a long ass time to realize. Maybe I was like, college is when I realized. But I mean, y- y'all remember, like, so yeah, man. With me, I don't know why actually, but I just remember not wanting people to touch me in the face. You remember that in college? Oh my God. Yeah, I remember that shit. And it used to part way be fun for me to tell people not to do it. <laughs> just to see if they would just to see if they'd do it. But like like, like y'all think I'm joking, don't yeah, do it. It's not, right. It's not worth it. Right. It's not. I uh and there was a couple of moments where, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't think it was an ego thing though. For me, it was like respecting. Cause I, I would always give people a warning and people who thought I was joking around, I just ask them nicely not to touch me in the face. And there was a couple of instances <laughs> where people, you know, we had a couple of people, a couple of RAs, do you know, you know, who thought it would be who thought it'd be funny to try it. But yeah, that at, guy yoked up. Yeah, at that point, I just didn't like I said, it's not an ego thing because like I don't I don't remember when it started, but I just remember like I just didn't like people touch me in my face. But they they sh- motherfuckers shouldn't be in your purse, I mean, right? Yeah, so, so that's one so thing. that's why I feel like it's different. But but then I learned after like <laughs> to <laughs> relate to what Brian was saying. Like I agree I agree with what you were saying when it comes to like people in your personal circle in your uh in your inner circle telling because it took like Alex doing that several times telling me you know like yo man just relax man or you know <laughs> you know remember when we were about to go we told this story on the pod already but remember when we was about to go over there and regulate you had a knife or whatever but i was just going i had my hands <laughs> you were bigger than me so you know i yo but it was the most subtle it was the most subtle alex i don't even think he turned around and looked at us he was still looking at his computer making a beat he was like y'all don't go over there <laughs> Don't even do it, man. It ain't worth it. And I was just like, yeah, but My you already, already said, the though. Door, like, we going, we going. Yeah, I was like, yo, let's go, man. You already hear what he said. Brian had his backpack on with his dagger in his hand, dude. I was just like, yo, all these Ds. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Alex was like, don't y'all go over there, man. Don't even, it's not even worth it, man. And, you know, so that's, I guess that's when I, like, started taking a step back sometime. And, and now, you know, obviously, just, you know, I don't. The last thing on my mind is fighting somebody. My main goal is to live until my daughters grow old, and Aww. well, not grow old because if they grow old, then I'm I'm in diapers, and I ain't trying to be in no diapers. So, <laughs> yeah, at some point you just you get smart yeah. and realize it ain't worth it. Yeah. I know, I know. For me, I've always understood to channel to try to channel your emotions into something constructive. That's not to say, like, I mean, I'm human. So as stoic as I can be, I can blow up, you know, occasionally. But I've also come to realize that if I'm, the less I'm doing that, for me personally, the less I'm doing that and the more I'm channeling stuff, you know, some other way, then I'll be all right. Yes, you will be all right. Now shut up so I can finish. 
This next segment is from episode 24. Fathers raising daughters. Um, one of the other um, I guess bullets here that I found I guess most important too was treat her equally, treat her as equally valuable. Um, treat her as an equal because she is an equal. Her femaleness is just as valued. Her perspective on a matter is, a, is as viable, viable as yours. Let her be the same as the boys and different from them at the same time. For us, if you're if you're cognizant of it, like in this day and age, it's easier. It's not as easy as it should be, but it's easier for them to see images of women doing things that have been traditionally male only. So, for instance, uh, like I was saying earlier, we watched basketball together, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, la- over the summer, yeah, while we were stuck up in the house. So, as, that's when she first started noticing the whole basketball thing. So, I was like, oh, yeah, the WNBA, is, you know, it's, just, it's summer. Like, it's the WNBA because, you know, COVID had the NBA schedule all messed up. So, uh, randomly, I would just keep it on the WNBA games, like just on the TV. And she noticed one day, she goes, oh, girls can do basketball too? I was like, yeah. yeah. And they become and they can become president too. Yeah. Now they can. <laughs> <laughs> now, because now, now they can see it. it, it there's something powerful in and being able to see those those things. That's what I was so gonna like, say, right? Like, isn't it the whole yeah. nature versus nurture thing? Like what what you when you nurture them, you tell them everything you think, what you know, they see some of the things, the decisions you make, and they they're watching you, but like then you got like the nature part of it, like the environment. Like for some odd reason, you're right. Like they just they they see those things and it means something to them. They start it starts to mean something. Well, but that's because if Think of it. I mean, I, I can only imagine when I was growing up, right? Though nothing I can imagine when I was growing up. Um, I felt like as much time as I spent, let's say, with my family every day, I spent. I feel like I spent more time outside of the house, whether it was in school, sports, and you know, when you get to that age to where you know you're doing more things outside of the house, you, you spend more time. You spend more time in the real world and that becomes more of your reality and what's teaching you lessons about life. You say teaches you lessons about life. I think what it does when you get out here in the real world is you start to question your upbringing. Well, it's the same what's thing. Been, what's been, what's been instilled in you. It's just, I mean, um, I, it's the same. Because, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I disagree because I mean, your experiences do shape you, but like Marcus, like you were talking about consistency earlier, if you've been consistently hammering something in your child's brain that will be beneficial for them when they get out here in the real world that's where the lesson is taught the lesson is taught is like oh that's that shit daddy was saying all the damn time yeah but that goes back to you know what's stronger than you know the lessons that you teach your daughter right you know if you're not teaching them enough and not and you're not consistent with it when they do enter the real world they are going to be tested and that foundation you built for them is going to be tested. So if that foundation breaks and they easily fall, you know, for the trends that are there, it's that's a reflection of what how how well you parented, I think. To a degree. I yeah, I'd have to say I can't put can't put that all on the fault of the parents, though. Why not? 
Because what if you tried to instill the message and they just didn't listen? But that's the thing. Like, you know, were you consistent with that message? Because this is what Alex just said. What if, if you're consistent? But 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 it also comes back to their their people too. Yeah. Like they have their own, especially when they get older, they have their own emotions and they, at a certain point, they're going to try to do things their way. Yeah. But where, where I do agree with you that parenting is a large part of mm-hmm. it, it's certainly not all it's of not it. It's not all of it. I think that that part of that also, just looking at my own life, when you when you become a teenager, that's when you really, you know, you start doing all kind of wild shit, mm-hmm. right? Well. But <laughs> at, when you're supposed to. <laughs> but at some point, for me, I, I came back- my 20s. Uh, this ain't about you. At some point, uh, I came to lean on the things I was taught. The things I were taught was taught. The things I was taught. The things I was taught clearly wasn't taught grammar. Uh, and what was instilled in me and how it relates to these situations I'm finding myself in. Right. Right. But that just goes back to the foundation of parenting. Right. But what I'm saying is, if you don't, if, but the thing with my parents is, although they let me go, I was always close enough. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, there's, it's, it's tough to balance that. I mean, I would imagine it's tough to balance that. How far do you let them go out where they feel they're getting the freedom that they need and deserve? Yeah. But you don't want them well, to go don't too deserve far. Shit until they 30, right, Mark? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> nah, nah. I get I get you saying, Alex. Like, I guess, yeah. You you don't because like I was staying I was staying out till midnight. I was gonna say other motherfuckers was staying out till two, right? Yeah. And then somewhere down the line, you find out what they were doing at two, and they're arrested. Yeah, but yeah, we and were playing like, Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, playing Halo up until uh, two. But th- yeah, but that's that's come on, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's different when when you're with your your best friends ever right. and parents know each right, other. Right. That's one thing. It's another thing when you out here going to parties and you say, "Yo, you got to be home at 12. And then they say, "Well, everyone stay until two. Uh, okay, but you gonna be yeah, home. At you 12. gotta be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang, yeah. Parents, I'm gonna fuck yeah, with everybody. Yeah, your parents let you go to parties in high school. Shit, my parents, you know what I'm saying? I did a lot they didn't let me do it. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even I, I the wild shit I did, I, I knew at a certain point, yo, you need to go back home, dude. Right. That common sense <laughs> kicked in. Like, mm. Yeah, and, and that's the foundation. That's the foundation yeah. that you're talking and, about. Right. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Like if the foundation is strong, it pulls you back in. But 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 that I, I don't it's not as simple as that yeah. because even if the foundation is strong the longer you let them out the easier it is for that foundation to crack so it's about it's about like i said how how far can but that go? goes like, back it, with if the foundation goes 10 feet you got to let them go like eight yeah. right but, but too again, often people people are letting them go nine feet 11 inches yeah and it, it's that one that one extra mm-hmm. step dog you know what i'm saying so then, at, at, the at, at what point then do you let them? Do you ever let them go beyond, let's say, that distance? Metaphorically speaking, well, you have yeah, to. Eventually, you'll have to. But it's like Alex said. I think. I think it has. But I guess what? At what point do you do that? Yeah, I think it has more to do with like 
age, right? As they as they age and they get to understand more and more things, they're you're you let them do more and more things. So if right. they're if they're like 15, they trying to they got a friend, they got a best friend that stay out till two, to Alex's point. My 15-year-old is not staying out till 2 a.m. So, right. you know, but as they get older, you know, obviously that curfew gets uh longer and longer. So right. you know, that at that as they show that they're responsible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I just based off my personal experiences, yeah, my- it seemed <laughs> as if huh? No, I don't know. Go ahead. What, what? are you about what to say? say? No, go ahead. No, I was just like <laughs> that 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 distance, let's say, I felt like my mom, you know, <laughs> sh- granted, did she trust me with the lot? I, I hope she did. But <laughs> I felt like it wasn't until I accomplished certain things let's say in my life, that's when she started to grip less. Um, her grip strength on me, and I say grip strength, not physically, but I mean, I'm just, <laughs> 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 but I mean like that, that, that worry, that doubt, you know, it wasn't until I accomplished certain things. That's when she really just let go more. Or yeah. Less. And I understand that, but for me, it wasn't, the worry and the doubt was there until the day they passed. It's always there. But, right. It's always going to be but, there, but, but, but that's the thing. Like they let me do things and prove that you got to let your child yeah. prove well, to you. Well, right. That they're so worthy then, of that freedom. Maybe I feel like this might be, could be another episode, but what, what, uh, what would you like your kids to prove to you? I don't know. They're four. Yeah, so I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I mean, that. You know that's saying? stuff. I ain't even gonna. That's like the high. That's the yeah. hot and heavy shit. Like, we, there's no yeah. point to get into that. Like, what? Like, all right. Just whatever. because, simply because we're not there yeah. yet. But let's get back into raising these uh, girls. Yeah, yeah. Though. That is it for today. The guys will be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. I've already heard it, and the shit is wild. I'm out. Peace. Black life.